Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, welcome back. Um, we were running a little bit late today, and it's my fault, and I have a full confession as to why we were running late. I'm going to share with you guys a rather pissed-off coaching call I just had. Well, it wasn't really a formal coaching call. It was a call with someone who emailed me that I called back right away. Um, but before we do, uh, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Yes. I did unmute Thank you. Thank you. It's yes, going to be a fun show. good. Yeah, it is. And the topic of today's call is powerful scripts that you must know now. Um, there's a lot of searches that people do on the Internet looking for real estate scripts. Uh, it's probably one of the number one searched for uh, set of keywords. And so what we're going to do is we're going to be sharing with you why and uh, essentially our scripts are going to be something that will help you out tremendously in your real estate business. And then we're also going to be dealing a little bit with your head junk about using scripts. So I want all of you to be ready to take notes. This show is probably going to last two or three days. Julie and I, as you know, like to keep things practical. We like to get in the weeds with the specific details. We come to you guys with a coach's mind. In other words, because Julie and I are professional coaches, We've had literally hundreds of thousands of personal coaching calls. You will see that we it's literally impossible for us to topic, talk about a topic without drilling down and getting really deep into the weeds. So be ready to take notes and be ready to be confronted with some of your own misconceptions about what it means to be scripted. Because the word scripted for some of you – I know it's very it's akin to be throwing into being thrown into a, a pot of boiling oil oil. And so sometimes we try to placate that by calling it a conversation outline or you know all these other little nice ways of trying to avoid the word scripts, but for the for the sake of this session and the two that will follow, we're going to use what it is, which are scripts. So please be careful that you're monitoring yourself and not saying to yourself, "I don't like to feel scripted" or "being scripted is fake" or but 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 watch your ego and how how much you're resisting just because of the word script and then keep it in line so then you can learn something and when you're you know I bet you every single one of you will be caught in a situation where you'll learn something from one of the things that Julie and I are going to say over the next three days on our podcast and then you're going to be able to immediately apply it and because of what you learned and more importantly because you took action on what you learned you then all of a sudden are uh, discovering the fact that you're um, you know able to do a deal you wouldn't have otherwise done so I want a, a quick reminder a lot of you are requesting free coaching calls. That's how the call that I got, the call I'm about to tell you about, uh, how it started. So if you want a free coaching call and you want to receive our six free books, the one that I want you to take a hold of right away is Real Estate Treasure Map. And here's how simple it is. Just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. And when you do, you're going to be given a link. And this link is very powerful. It's going to give you a link to download six books. So this is super simple. Grab your phone, text the word Harris to 31996. You'll be instantly texted back a link. Click the link, and it'll take you to download the six free books. And then you're going to get a call, and the call is going to be offering you a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. So we're going to give you a lot of great ed educational books to you know, essentially leap, leap ahead in your real estate practice, and then you're going to be able to speak directly to one of our real estate coaches. So go ahead and text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. 
All right, so I'm going to tell you guys about a call I just had. So I get a, um, uh, you know, we get texts, we get emails, and Julie and I always try to respond. Sometimes we take longer than we'd like to, but we always, you know, I, if I ever miss a text or an email, even if it's a couple days uh, late, I uh, can't sleep at night. <laughs> so anyway, this one came in over the weekend, and um, so I was re responding, and this agent in particular was very mad because Julie and I had talked about EXP Realty. Mad, thought we should be somehow uh, as coaches, as national coaches, as best-selling authors. If you've not gotten our book, Harris Rules, go out to Barnes & Noble and get the book or go to, uh, obviously you can buy it on Amazon as well, or I, from my I understand, Target or Walmart and all these other places that sell books into the business section. But uh, go to Barnes & Noble, you can grab it there. From what I understand, it's selling out of Barnes & Noble and they're reordering, so you might wanna just hit it up on Amazon. But yeah, so this person was saying, Tim and Julie, you guys should not be talking about a real estate brokerage or any real estate brokerages. You're supposed to somehow stay agnostic and somehow be speaking to sales skills. And they had this preconceived notion of what a real estate coach was. And so the email was very, you know, walking the line of being, you know, a little rude, but I don't mind people being direct. I like it, actually. So I called this person back. And I have a feeling this person's going to listen today. And so this is the summary of the call I had with them. I asked them about their brokerage situation. They were very happy with their brokerage situation. They were very, very happy. Friends there. I believe the word second family was used. Um, you know, all kinds of different emotional things. Not a, you know, nothing about this person did not talk about money, did not talk about commission splits, did not talk about anything, wanted to just talk about the relationships that they had. So right there, you're understanding that you're coming – that's person's coming from not a business financial uh, perspective, but they're coming from an emotional one, and that's their choice. That isn't the reason that we're presenting AXP to all of our podcast listeners. And here's what I explained to them, and I told them the story, and I'll tell you guys the story again. So Julie and I's mission, what essentially we know our North Star has to be when we're doing this podcast, when we're writing books, when we're doing our coaching calls, it's about what's best for you guys. And if you've listened to us for any amount of time, I think you'll, you can hear that in our voices. You can read that on our pages of our books and whatnot. We're trying to do whatever it takes to make it so that your path forward, your climb up the mountain, whatever analogy you like, is easier than it would have been had you not heard us and not been exposed to what we have to say. That's really what our mission is. Our mission is to make your life better. Our mission is to help you accomplish your goal. Our goals. Our mission is to make it so that you can think bigger and, and have a richer, fuller life that's maybe beyond what you could have done without having been exposed to some of the things that we try to coach agents to do. Okay? That's what our mission is. Because we know, just like all of you intuitively know, and some of you literally know, that everything that you want in life is on the other side of helping people. And so people say, well, you don't want to be money-driven, money-motivated. Well, that is partially true. What you want to be motivated by is helping other people because what happens is when you have the mindset of service, that means you're going to, what's going to have to happen? You're going to have to have to learn your skills. You're going to have to really get good at your craft. You're going to have to really be focused not on yourself and your own ego, but you're going to have to be focused on helping other people buy or sell real estate and problem solve. That's what you get paid to do, which means you're going to have to get really good at your job. You're going to have to be a professional. And our topic today is talking about scripts. You're going to have to use scripts. That's what professionals do. There's no professional in the face of the earth it is not, who is not constantly saying things that were scripted, written down prior to them saying. It. And we're going to explain all that in a second. So I, I have this nice conversation back and forth with this agent, and we're talking. I was talking about the fact that uh, EXP Realty, in our opinion, 
from a business financial, even a um, you know non-business financial perspective, is absolutely the best opportunity for agents, bar none that we've ever seen in over 25 years in real estate. And that's absolutely how we feel. Julie and I were Remax agents. We had considered owning uh, Keller Williams offices. Uh, we uh, pursued, you know, we've spoken in front of pretty much every major real estate brand you can think of. We've had coaching clients from a has to be every major and minor real estate brand on the face of the earth. So we know what we're talking about when it comes to that specific statement that I just made, but I'm going to say it again. In the decades that we've been involved in real estate, I have never seen, and neither is Julie, something that's so agent-centric that's something that's so great for agents. To summarize it, if the old conversation is, is, you know, what are you paying your broker? The new conversation is, what is your broker paying you? And the amount of uh, the, the agents that are having uh, alternative paths forward financial, financially are, is astounding. I mean, EXP, a couple years ago, they had 5,500 agents, and this year – you know, my wife just said two years ago, they're going to have probably 35 or 40,000 agents. The company's been around for, you know, a decade, but the growth that's happening now is because all the other agents are around the world or, you know, United States, Canada, Australia, and England now are realizing, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity not for me just to make money from selling real estate, but I can also make money in an alternative path that makes it so that I have a financial future that's a hell of a lot more potentially, you know, huge than just having sold real estate. And a lot of you are also, if you've been in the business for any amount of time, you realize we're at the tail end of the seller's market. And you know what comes after a hot market like this is going to be a very uncomfortable market correction. That always happens. And a lot of you are realizing you're not financially prepared for that. Again, this is a coach's perspective. And so what are you going to do between now and whenever the market starts to crack and the market slows down? How are you going to make it so that you have some financial alternatives other than just suffering through a market correction? Well, you don't have any answers, do you? The truth is some of you will fail. You'll get out of real estate. You'll go get jobs someplace. That's what happens a lot of times. Others of you are going to have to figure out how to make ends meet by doing BPOs or something like that. Nothing wrong with any of that. I'm not criticizing. But what the smart amongst you are going to do is you're going to say, I'm going to seize the hell out of the CXP thing as fast as I can and try to create alternative sources of revenue for myself as fast as I can so that I feel more financially stable through any sort of market correction. A lot of you are thinking like that. And so I explained to this agent on this call why Julie and I were so enthusiastic about EXP Realty. At the end of the call, I asked this person, I said, are you, you know, this question, because remember, this person presented, I'm trying not to use her or his, uh, you know, because I don't want them to get mad at me for talking about this call, so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying whether it's a he or a she. So at the end of this uh, call, I asked this person whether or not um, – they were making business decisions or personal decisions to stay at their current brokerage because eventually this person told me they were on a 75-25 split, and they had a, a monthly fee of $500, and there were some other Mickey Mouse charges too. And I, So I asked them at the end of the conversation, I said, is your brokerage is, is staying there a personal decision like based on your friendships, which I already knew the answer to. I told you guys earlier, obviously it was from my conversation with this person, or is it based on financial? And then they said, well, it's obviously personal, and then they they want more information about EXP because when you look at the value proposition to agents, you, you can't compare EXP to anything else. That's the reason that we're so enthusiastic about it because I know it's going to solve the problem for those of you who seize the opportunity. It's going to solve the problem that all of you have and some of you don't realize you have, but you will when the market starts to correct. 
So, yeah, I mean, I was kind of, that was the call I had right before the radio session, and that's what's top of mind. I thought I'd share all that with you because I imagine some of you are in the same situation. If you want to talk to me about EXP, if you want to have your own private call with me about EXP, it's really easy. You, you can do it. Here's the simple way to do it. If you want to gather more information, just text the word EXP to 31996. Text the word EXP to 31996, and we'll send you back a, a seven-minute video that kind of gives you the highlights of it. And after that, we can, we can talk. Or if you'd like to move forward faster, just text me directly at 512-758-0206. Okay. So I apologize. It wasn't my intent to talk about anything else other than our topic today. But like I said, I was a little fired up from that call. Julie, before I talk yeah. more off about things that aren't related to our topic today, you need to tell me to shut mm-hmm. up. So the topic is podcast uh, script, powerful scripts that you must know now. So, Julie, I turn the co- show over to you. Yes. No worries. All right. So here we are. Be introspective. We always like to start a new topic with being introspective and a little dose of mindset so that you'll be open to the message and willing to do something about it. So here's the question. Rate your personal understanding of use of and results from scripts. Are you uncomfortable, awkward, and not so smooth? Or are you someone who knows your scripts so well you don't even realize you're using them anymore? Which is it? It's likely that you're somewhere in between, okay? But rate your actual uh, use of, and of course, the best rating is what kind of results are you getting? So here's a fact. A script is simply an organized conversation using questions, not statements. It's the difference between asking a prospect or a customer or a client for them to be introspective and give you the honest answer or you dictating to them with statements what you think is the answer. Which one of those do you think is more effective? Of course it is helping them discover their own answers. So a script is an organized conversation using questions, not statements. Another fact, all scripts become natural after you memorize and internalize them. Then you can personalize and own it. So many of you guys download free scripts and then you try and re-engineer them to work somehow for you. That doesn't work. You can only personalize after you memorize and internalize. Last fact, and then we'll get on to why some of you guys resist. Fact, effective scripts make you sound more professional and experienced. They will save you and your prospect time and allow you to close more efficiently, hearing yes more often. You'll reduce your commission less and not, quote, buy the listing out of desperation. That is what agents who are not scripted do. Some of you guys who are grizzled veterans, you know that because you come across, you know, agents who are overpricing and undercommissioning. That's the only thing they've got if they don't have scripts. So why do agents resist learning scripts? Well, I wrote down four things really, starting with try to script or two a couple of times and it just feels awkward. It's not me. And typically we see this where you, you know, try talking to a for sale by owner using a script and because they didn't just say, I'm ready to sign, you figure it was the script that didn't work. Okay, so you dabbled and it felt awkward. Next reason is you don't want to sound scripted. We hear that all the time. And you think scripts are cheesy, outdated, or ineffective. Well, some scripts are. That might be the problem. What you're using might be the problem. But ultimately it boils down to this, just plain lazy. You haven't taken the time to understand, memorize, internalize, and personalize. And that is a specific format, understand. So when you read a script, when the scripts that we use are all market tested in all price ranges and in all different uh, types of markets, 
you've got to understand why are you asking those questions? Will you ask the questions to discover motivation and time frame and then allow you to close that person based on what their motivation is, not what you're guessing? So when you understand them and it makes sense, it's a lot easier to memorize them because it's just a natural progression of questions. Then you can internalize it and personalize it. Now when we say personalize, we're not talking about rewriting. We're talking about sounding like yourself. Maybe you're in the South and it takes a little bit longer to close somebody because there's more getting to know you. Maybe you're in Manhattan or you're in LA and you can be much more direct than other parts of the country. That's what we're talking about with personalizing. So now we get down to the taking action part. How do you actually conquer this script resistance? Before we get to that, Tim, anything you want to add to why they, some of them so uh, adamantly resist? And I'm going to drink my tea so I don't sound so sore throaty. <laughs> actually, I think your voice sounds kind of sexy. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> well, good. Anyway. I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, well, Julie just said something really important, many things, but I want you guys to focus in on what she said specifically about what a script is. A script is a conversation outline that's designed to get you to the desired result. But your way of memorizing scripts, and again, I know I'm using offensive words to those of you with sensitive egos, but I'm being honest with you, you have to memorize the script first. After you've memorized it, then you need to um, internalize it and then personalize it. All of you do the personalizing first, and you never even memorize what you you know what you said, let alone actually learning how to have done it in the right place, the right order, at the right time in in the first place. And uh, when if Julie wants to give this example, she can do it in her own voice. But I'll tell you guys an example that we often have her give on this podcast when we're trying to convince you guys that there's a smart way of doing things. And it, you know everything we say, by the way, you intuitively know is true because it just makes sense. Because at some point in your life, you experienced what I'm about to share with you. All right, um, I can give an Orange Theory example or I'll give a piano. I'll give Julie's piano example. So Julie, as some of you guys know, and I'm only telling her, uh, telling her story because she uh, would prefer not to talk, is that uh, Julie is a classic uh, musician. She's played in orchestras. She's been, you know, she won contests. She's won awards. She's played on huge stages, small stages. She's a professional um, musician, retired now, I would say. And she played flute. She played piccolo, all of that. So uh, she wanted to, when uh, after she had was rounding the bend on her professional music career, and yes, she did this while we were selling real estate. So you know, back when we were in Columbus, Ohio, and then she also so, uh, she also played a little bit in orchestras on the West Coast as well. So we uh, hired, or she hired rather, a professional piano teacher because piano is the basis for virtually every. Uh, learned music skill, as some of you guys know. I don't know because I never learned it, but there you go. That's what I've been told. <laughs> so she hired a professional piano player, and this guy we knew uh, he had uh, he basically travels the world. Um, I don't remember his name. Julie might tell us again his name. What's his name, Julie? Raja. 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 That's right. So Raja is uh, he plays in Vegas, but he also plays all over the world. He's really literally a traveling musician. So he agreed to take Julie on as a client, and they were doing these uh, piano lessons um, every what was it, every week, and they were doing these piano lessons, and he would do them on a Skype call, and he would put the note in Julie's notebook computer would be watching her and where her fingers were going on this Skype call, and uh, Julie's piano in her practice room was in the separate part of our place, and but I could still hear what was going on. I mean, the piano was loud, and so I could hear, but I could also hear occasionally 
um, him correcting her. And so here's what, you know, this is Tim's version of Julie's story, but this is what I remember. I remember a lot of consternation and complaining from Julie. I remember a lot of, um, you know, very respectful ahas from Julie. I remember also, and you guys might find this funny, uh, she never tells this part of the story, but I remember this very clearly. I remember she would rejoice when Raja would have to skip that week's uh, training session because he had some travel conflict because the deal was basically because yep. Raja is a traveling musician that she had to comply to whatever his scheduled uh, demands were. So, uh, And I remember how she used to be really be happy when she didn't have a uh, lesson that particular week. <laughs> I remember he used to give her some really laborious, which she thought to herself to be too basic as far as uh, uh, practicing between her uh, training sessions with him. So she was sent back to boot camp, basically. She was sent back to relearn all the things that she should have correctly learned the first place the first time when she was learning uh, piano, because what she didn't realize that she had done, and this is where it really uh, is relevant to all of you, is she had worked her own patchwork quilt of hacks together to basically learn how to play piano. And remember, I told you she won piano playing uh, awards and whatnot when she was a kid. Well, it just means that basically her hacks were pretty damn good, but that did not mean that she'd ever learned how to play piano correctly. Her piano teacher when she was a kid wasn't really a piano teacher. It was a lady who taught flute who did very well at teaching flute but did piano on the side. So in essence, what her music education was from the playing piano side was an amateur level but she was smart enough to figure out a little hacks to compensate for the fact that she didn't know what the hell she was doing, really what she was doing in playing piano. And she was always insecure about her piano playing. When we'd have parties and events in her house, she would never <laughs> want to play piano in front of anybody because she, I think her, you know, consciously she knew that she was do, doing a lot of shortcuts and she was doing a lot of hacks. And so she wouldn't want to expose her in, herself in case somebody who knew how to play piano was in the room and watched and saw that she was basically not doing things properly. So instead of being uh, you know, a little bit more showy with her piano playing skills, she would avoid playing piano in front of anybody. And now, see, I'm, why am I telling you guys all this, these extra details? Because a lot of you do the same things. Because you're not scripted, because you never learn how to say things correctly in the first place, because you never really learned the basics of how to have a conversation with somebody through questions that leads them to a desired result, their desired result first, and by the way, their desired result is always the same as yours. It's either buying or selling a house, right? It's either taking, you know, you getting the listing or not. And what happened was, is a lot of you. So we have the little funny thing of calling you guys secret agents. In other words, you don't want to tell anyone you're in real estate. You won't have a real estate conversation with anyone. You won't do anything that's overtly going to point a finger at you being in real estate. And a lot of you will say, I don't want to seem like a pushy salesperson or that's not my style or all these other bullshit things you say to yourself. The real reason that you don't want to talk more about real estate is the same reason that Julie didn't want to play the piano at our parties because she was embarrassed that some of her hacks would be exposed. Because she didn't want to be put in a situation where she would be embarrassed. She didn't want to be put in a situation where people would question, you know, all those types of ego thoughts or what basically prevented her from essentially being more demonstrative with her musical skills outside of just a specific, you know, concert hall or whatnot, or in her case with piano, a practice room. So hopefully some of you guys understand. Julie, I, I embellished your story ever so slightly with more coaching <laughs> no, it's, stuff. No, it's true. It, 
Well, and it is yep. directly related. I think that's why I see it. I think it actually was why it was more painful for me to have to go and relearn how to do things the right way is because from a coaching perspective, I totally get that. And having, you know, you and I between us have coached at least a million coaching calls. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating probably, but uh, you know, we see this with you guys where you did, like Tim, you said the patchwork quilt of, in my case, music hacks. I didn't even know I was doing it. I just thought it was all the same until I met Raja and he set me on the course of, you know, look at this crazy workaround you did. Look at how much easier it is if you just do it this way and learn it in the first place. It's so much harder to go back and correct than it would have been to learn right in the first place. So stop fighting it. And on tomorrow's podcast, maybe the next day we're going to talk about how to stop fighting this particular thing of learning scripts and using your scripts because it makes a huge difference. It'll cut down the time you've got on your appointments. It'll make your pre-qualification better. You'll stop being tortured by certain uh, listings and buyers that maybe you should not actually be taking on that because you don't use a pre-qualification script, you don't find out until halfway into the relationship and then you blame them. It's just correct so many issues to actually use scripts. So we're going to show you not just, you know, what are scripts, but how to drill down and really make this not something that makes you nervous about, but something that is a strength for you in your practice, something that sets you apart, something that helps you have more confidence. We do a lot of this work in Premier Coaching, which is where I'm about to scoot to, lots and lots of scripting on those calls, but it's always based in the real world. I love those calls because you, there's, there's not a whole lot of getting ready to get started to feel like maybe possibly making an effort on that call. The, the coaching clients that are on that call bring real situations and they're like, this is what the client said. What's my script? How do I deal with this? This is what the other agent said. How do I get them to you know, keep the deal together? So I love that call because it's very, very practical and applicable, but please stop trying to rework the wheel, reinvent things, overly personalize them. You're working against yourself just like I did when I tried to make my shortcuts in piano. Ultimately, it made life more difficult down the road and much more painful to go and try and correct course. So I'll turn the uh, close over to you, Tim, so I can get over to Premier. Yeah, that was pretty good, Julie. I'm not going to try to make your clothes better than that. It was perfect. So listen, listeners, here's what you got to do from this uh, today's podcast. I want you to take action. If you want a free coaching call, if you want to get the books, just go ahead and text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. If you want more information on EXP, I want you to text the word EXP to 31996. If you're ready to move forward with EXP faster, you can speak with me directly. And my cell phone number is 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.